Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen around the world, welcome to the Champions of Mind podcast. This week, with a big difference. Now, this week, as it's the end of the year, we've decided to republish the most popular episode from 2017, and it's all about money. So when we originally put this out in July, it got a huge response. Tons of great feedback. People messaging to say it helped them look at their finances in a completely new way. We had thousands of downloads for the episode. So we wanted to give you the chance to take another or maybe a first time listen to this episode. No doubt this will have even more of an impact given the time of year, given that budgets are being stretched and finances are being tested and the cost of Christmas rising and all that sort of stuff. So we genuinely hope that wherever you are on your financial journey, this episode offers you a valuable insight and... Just another quick one, as it's going to be the last episode of 2017, just a huge thanks. Now, let me just click on my computer here. This year, we launched the Champions of Mind podcast on the 1st of June, so literally halfway through the year. And since then, some insane stuff has happened. We ended up, of the first ever show, we ended up getting invited to South Africa to give a keynote talk in front of hundreds and hundreds of people, which was unbelievable. We've ended up doing dozens and dozens of keynotes across the country. We've just confirmed to do a talk with Les Brown in January. And all of these things have started literally off the back of the podcast. We are now listened to in 75 countries. Uh, let me just scroll down. In 400 where's the little button? There we go. 
416 cities in 75 countries. It's absolutely unbelievable and we are so appreciative for all the support that you guys have given us, for all the love that you've shown us, for all of the reviews, for sticking with us every single week, for listening relentlessly, for being there at 5 o'clock in the morning every single time we put an episode out. We genuinely cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every single download and all the support we've been getting. Champions of Mind wouldn't have been possible without you guys. So on behalf of myself and on behalf of Louis and on behalf of Reese, just want to say a massive thanks guys. We really, really appreciate it. Now, hope you've had a fantastic Christmas. Hope you're enjoying the break between Christmas and New Year. And let's kick off 2018 strong. We'll be back next week with a full-on proper episode. But for now, here we go back to a replay of the most popular episode of the year, all about money. So yeah, if we talk about anything about date-related or like weather-related from July, just ignore that. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Champions of Mind podcast. Weekly content to help you take your mindset, business, health and wealth to the next level. Starring the UK's two most in-demand action-taking coaches, Llewellyn and Reese Davies, with host James Burt. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wherever you're tuned in around the world, welcome to episode 009, All About Money on the Champions of Mind podcast. Welcome to the show. My name is James, but I'm your host and compare for the next hour or so. And with me, as always, I've got the two UK's leading coaches, Llewellyn Davies. I'd like to give myself a round of applause. And Reese Davies. Ayo. <laughs> what a letdown that was. Episode 009. Now, this has been a bit of a different one because we put it out to people like, what would you like to hear the boys talk about? What would you like to hear the boys discuss? And unanimously, money was the main thing that came back. So we're going to be going into that. But before we do, a brand new thing for the podcast. You two don't even know about it. We're going to have a review of the week. And maybe we should actually get a theme tune. No idea. That was. <laughs> uh, so, review of the week. We are so so grateful. We've had fifteen thousand downloads of this podcast at the time of recording. Forty-seven countries, two hundred and sixty cities around the world have downloaded this show. We get so much support from all over the globe, and we're so appreciative. So, we'd like to give you a big shout out uh, if you have uh, supported us with a review. So, we're going to have review of the week, and this week's review comes from Witters eighty-seven. Great name. I think I know who this actually is. My client. Well, I'm not going to name names. Okay. Kind of favourites in here. But okay. big up Witters87, who said, powerful, inspiring reality. What a fantastic podcast. If you find yourself procrastinating or need to move to that next level, whether it's in business, exercise, or even just life, then this is worth a listen. Amazing and powerful content that's easy to understand by Llewellyn and Reese. The host, James, asks great questions. <laughs> Witters, <laughs> you charmer. And also has a great energy that makes the whole podcast an interesting and enjoyable listen. My new favourite podcast. Big up. Witters 87. Thank this you very much. Review of the week. Now, let's let's just get real about this, okay? So many people wanted us to do this episode. Why are people so fixated on money? Because they believe to be a shortage of it. And I believe there's a misconception in society that money can bring happiness. Yeah, genuinely. People think the more that they have in the bank, the easier life's going to be. And I go completely against that notion. Is that... I get where you guys are coming from, but I suspect and I fear that people will listen to this and go, oh, yeah, but it's right for you two because you've got loads of dosh. Okay, but, okay. but I know you didn't, yeah. but now you do. You know, what qualifies me, I believe, to talk about this is because, you know, there is no sob story, but 
of experience having absolutely nothing, Jay. Yes. As an adult. Yeah, as an adult. I'm not talking about 15 or 16 in my teenage years where, where I struggled. I mean, as a grown adult, I had to pay my phone bill back in like tens and £12.50s over a period of six weeks so mm. I could pay my bill. Yeah. You know, now what qualifies me to talk about money is, number one, because the shortage I had of it, or the lack of, the emotional fortitude I had to display to acquire money, and more importantly, you know, the mindset I had to develop and grow to have access to it. Because when you chase money, I truly believe it stays elusive. Yeah. And what me and Louis had to do is tap into another element of money to get access to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. But it's almost counterintuitive, isn't it? The more you chase it, the faster it runs away from you. And I know that, you know, it's only, you know, you guys are very, very successful now. You've got multiple six-figure businesses, like high six-figure businesses. Um, but you don't parade that around. You use that to, um, not to sharp, but to show what is possible. Because three years you know ago, why? you didn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah, yeah but true. The, the beautiful thing about how we've acquired it is understanding that you're the value Right. You know, you are the money that you yeah, can yeah. earn. And I think now that me and Reese are doing well, we're realising people that have more ability than us are not achieving the things that we are simply because they don't value themselves as highly as we do. And it completely coincides why we have our clients doing the morning cardio and the exercises and the diet if they're to work with us. Because I believe we multiply people's incomes by changing their, their self-value point getting them to realise just yeah, how yeah. much they're really worth. Completely agree. A huge contributing factor towards acquiring or accumulating any type of wealth is undoubtedly self-worth. Now, there's going to be two types of listeners listening to this podcast. It's one from a wealthy background. They don't really appreciate the value of money because they've grew up around it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, double glazed windows, sofas, dining room, bomber club. We never had Conservatories. that. Conservatories. Conservatories. <laughs> Man, listen to me. I had a back door with a fly net on it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't understand where you're walking into your bedroom and say, watch, you don't get splinters because we've got no carpet on. You know, that's was our reality. Yeah. And then you get people like me and my brother that used to look in the mirror or look on our spray-painted walls in our bedroom Do you remember because that? my mum allowed us to decorate it personally. You and spray-painted your yeah, bedroom? Yeah, yeah, she allowed us to because it was cheaper than a decorator. <laughs> okay? And then it, it, it's, people laugh, but they, 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 they laugh at my band balance now. But yeah, it yeah. was that experience that said, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck this lifestyle... I actually want more. And now the problem is with this, right, is that you chase it, you chase it, you chase it, you chase it, you chase it. It never materialises. And then you look in the mirror and you say, I'm worth more. So now we've got to play the long game because yeah. sooner or later the pen is going to drop. But no one will ever understand true tenacity when it comes to making money because they never had to go through the genuine yeah. hardship, which is the mm. super noodle diet, the, the splinter on the wall, the beep, 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 the electric meter, the bailiff's knocking on the door. Mm. <laughs> which is why it seconds what I said yesterday on Facebook I said unless you've actually been in financial dire straits you're never really in a position to really maximise your full potential mm. so if you're overdrawn and you're listening to this you are in the best position ever to realise what potential you've got yeah. when you've got three, four, five thousand pounds in the bank and you're simmering you've got no real reason to go and get more because you can pay your bills yeah. you know I'm saying to people please look into my eyes if you are broke now is the time to go broke fully and make this work yeah 
Does that make sense? And yeah, then, totally. James, what I want you to understand is this. We get grown up and we get told this. Money is the root of all evil. I've got that written down yeah, as a question. Yeah, bro, right. And I understand where people get that from because when people get money, they can become greedy, selfish. Yeah. And all, all I know is, and I've read this, okay, money only amplifies your current traits. Yeah. So if you're positive... more of what you are. Yeah, my yeah. brother. So if you're positive, if you're integral, if you have great core values, for example, money will give you an, a great opportunity to give the things back mm. you want to give, i.e. to charities, to invest in small local businesses, to help people grow and develop. Now, what is the root of all evil is being broke skin where the only other opportunity to make the money is reverting back to your old past, which remains a criminal background. Yeah. Now, that's what being skin does. Being skin means you can't support your family, you can't support your friends. You actually go back into a burrow and just merely exist. That's the root of all evil, James. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's almost vilified... Why are people so emotionally attached to money? Because it's almost like the people who chase money, the people who aspire to be, do and have more, are almost like, oh, we want a British standard saying, we want to knock them down a peg, bring them back down to reality. Why, why are we, I've asked two questions there, so I'll ask just one, why are we so emotionally attached When to you money? say emotionally attached, go a little bit deeper than that. What do you mean? Emotionally attached so in we, what sense? So people's self-worth is very linked to their bank balance. So, you know, if you haven't got any money, you don't feel you like you're why? worth anything. People realise that they've spent five to ten years being underpaid. Right. They spend five to ten years not getting what they believe they deserve, so they get emotional about it. Right. I say to my clients now, if you're in a job that isn't paying you what you want, find a way to establish massive amounts of self-value, make money on the side, and turn that into a full-time income. So you're not one of these people who professes to the theory of... Ditch the day job. Never. Job. Just over Never. broke. So, Run uh, away from your job. So listen to this. And I want all the listeners to make note of this because there's going to be some entrepreneurs listening. And I don't mean to disrespect you. The only time myself and Reese will tell you to stop your day job is when your side hustle pays five times more. Oh, okay. That's safety. We're not going for break-even stories. Right. You know, we're not going... If you're a network marketer and you've just started to get the same amount of money as your day job and you quit, 50% of your business is going to fail before it goes to a 150% increase. Yeah. It's, we, we live in a, a society where things get bad before they get even better. So our number one rule for safety is so that you don't have to explain to your wife why you've got to move out your house. Mm-hmm. Make sure your side hustle super exceeds your current income. What about people who are in a situation where they've been so uh, so long doing the same thing? Well, it's in a job fault. that they hate, this and they think the I need, I need, I need the, I need the fire, I need the risk, I need the. The the, the, the pain almost. So so this is what I do. I'm going to pinpoint an industry because it is what it is. The property industry, right? People consistently get new houses and have zero cash flow. Mm. They'd pull no money out of their houses. Their current account's got three, four hundred quid on it, but they may have a portfolio of 10, 15, 20, 30 properties. Yet they're still chasing money. But the money they make, they put straight back into properties for that long term investment. It's like it's, it's almost disorder. like a gamble. Yeah. I said a gambling to, addiction. I said to somebody, they pulled out, um, I think it was around £50,000 out of a deal, and they reinvested it straight away. And I said, how much money have you got in your current account or your savings account? Or how much money have you given your wife or whatever? And they said to me the number. And it was basically, it was nothing. I said, you can't justify based on your current bank balance reinvesting £50,000 without taking a section of that return and improving your lifestyle. Mm. It's a gamble. 
because your current account don't have a lot in it. Yeah. So you're not in a place to reinvest. Stop using money. It's so prevalent though, isn't it? It's what it's what a lot of the I guess the training companies are teaching it, people. It's a shame. You know, extend your line of credit and you know. I've got a huge problem with it. I've got a yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a huge problem with it mm. because you can't use money to leverage money. Fucking work harder and make new and, money. And not only that, James. Let's l- listen. We're all on this planet to, to live. To enjoy life, yeah. embrace <laughs> yeah, life, yeah, yeah. right? I know I coach a multi-millionaire, multi-millionaire that still has budget holidays because he's afraid he may lose the multi-millions he makes every single year. Yeah, right. And so it spoils him to depression. He's unhappy and he feels like he's not living his life. But he has the resources to do that. Yet any excess money he makes, he pushes straight back into property that he can't access from anything from six months to a couple of years. I get the theory of well, I if, I, if I invest it now, you know, delay gratification and then I'll get it back further down the line. But it's all bullshit, it's- James. It's all bullshit. <laughs> and I'll tell you why it's bullshit. Because I deal with these people on a daily basis yeah. and they struggle from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep. I don't give a hell right, what your portfolio is, I know the truth. The fact is, you say you've got 21 properties, yet you can't access no dough. To me, you're a shit business person, period. Listen, bin your credit cards, okay, bin your overdraft, show me your cash flow, and it's fucking zero. Why on earth would you have a business where you've got no cash flow? It makes no sense. I don't care if there's a millionaire listening to this, thinking, man's talking shit. No, it's not, because I understand, on a personal level, away from your business hat, the struggle that these people go through, Mm -hmm. and the lack of um, enjoyment they get from their life, period. It's it's interesting, because I personally, I've been around the property world for for a long time. I've, I've been the guy who had... Who's got the houses? Who didn't have the cash in the bank? I've, I've been. How did I've that make that you feel? Shit. And to can be I ask honest. you a question? It is a, it's a bit scary, you know. <laughs> but you look at it, you go, oh, I've got. You know, papers. Like, I've got half a million quid's worth of, of houses. It's like, okay, actually, let me jump in. I'm going to be rude and interrupt. At the yeah. end of the day, people don't buy financial freedom. They buy the courses that preach financial freedom. Mm-hmm. How many people do you know that sat in, sit in these networking rooms actually go on to achieve the 10, 15, 20,000 yeah. pounds a month? How do you learn? But the one thing that I'm teaching people, massive amounts of self-value so that they can go up and go and create new business, create tangible money that they can put in their pocket and change their family lives. Why why are we... Because what I've noticed, and it's only been since I've worked with you guys, I guess, where I've I've sort of really become aware of it, is the fact there's so many people who are running around... And again, it's something that I've been guilty of. So I'm not talking down to anyone who's listening to this podcast because I've been that guy. You know, I've, I've literally, I've lived it. I've been it. I've been the guy that you two would have absolutely rinsed. But it's, I've noticed in the last maybe six months how busy people are just being busy. So, so you heard the, the phrase that the twin Jews, that's myself, Reese, um, IPA, income producing activity. One of the things that I do when I sit down with an investor or a business owner is basically break down the level of activity that they've got. Mm-hmm. And does that marry up to their assets or their, their financial income? The majority of people that are actually sitting down having meetings with people talking about things that aren't going to progress any one of their businesses is absolutely alarming. And I've got to say to people, do not be afraid to go into a meeting and put your intention out initially. You haven't got to go there and just have chit chat. You see me in recent meetings, we go there and we're straight to the point because the per- <laughs> yeah. because the person yeah. that you start talking to in business is there for business as well. Yeah. But for some reason, people are not brave enough to be bold. 
And I guess that's why maybe like the, the networking events and stuff are, are so popular. I get that, that do, there do you know is the a networking value in... events, there's massive value around being around like-minded souls, but yeah, the majority yeah. of the people in the room are broke. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Fact. And I guess it's almost a way to... You talked then about income-producing activity. Okay, so realistically, I want to take on some more houses. What do I need to do? I need to make some more phone calls. I need to do some more research on the properties. I need to actually speak to some more agents. I need to go and do some more viewings. But actually, that stuff is, you know, there's a risk of a no there, which hurts your feelings, which hurts your uh, your self-worth. So actually, what can you do? Well, I can go to a networking event for the evening and I can sort of sit around. Is it almost like a procrastination thing? Do we procrastinate away from doing the stuff that's actually going to make us the money a lot of the time? Okay, then. So our last event that you were at, you know, we asked an individual at the front, what has he achieved since our last event, which is about a year ago? And away from reading a book or two, it was nothing. Mm. Yet he's attended six to 12 networking events. Yeah. He surrounded himself with so-called like-minded people. Yet the whole execution of his game is zero. Now that can be down to being around the wrong people, glorifying procrastination, submerging yourself with knowledge. That means you get nothing done. But this is the reality, you know, many people live in and attach themselves to on a daily basis. And what I want this podcast to do in this um, episode especially is... Be the reality check. You know, some yeah. people are not going to hear like what they hear. But in my personal opinion, it's absolutely essential that you get this slap around the face because this is reality. The only people that don't talk this right are the fucking course facilitators cashing in. Period. Mm. Pushing people on these systems, right? They're cool because they're getting anything between 500 quid and 20 grand for the courses. But it's the people doing the work that are not cashing in mm. that won't be saying this. And it's so, I know someone who's quite high up at one of these companies and he reckons between, he reckons it's about 93% of people never implement wow. anything they Do you know why really? that is? And this is, these Fuck. are courses for 20 or grand. Okay, but Fuck. this is my problem because they're not teaching the fundamental values of humanity, which is self-value, self-worth. Yeah. Once you establish those in any single industry, you're going to feel the need to do the work. So before you do anything like with money or with business with people, do you always, do you always work on them Can themselves? I explain? Explain something. With. A person who don't believe they're worth it will never make any money. Right. A person who doesn't believe they're worth it will never make any money. I sit down with people that talk to me about all the knowledge and acronyms that they've just found out on a recent course. I tell them... I, I ask, it drives you mad, no, it? No, no, it doesn't. It makes me feel sorry for the mindset that they've been led to believe oh, is okay. going to what's create success. I then say to them, right, what's your business turnover? How much do you pay yourself? And the majority of people that pay themselves such a small amount is because they've not been taught the basics about self-value. You're worth more than your company is. So you have to create money, then find a way to exit it so that it's on your presence. Because if you turn over a million quid and you've got five grand in your current account, what's the point of owning a business? Yeah. Go and get a full-time job and be looked after by an employer. Wow, this is, this is just the opposite of what everyone is preaching, uh, you, isn't it? You know what, James? Th this is going to touch a, a couple of nerves. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, of course it, it is. You, you know it is. And I want people to understand that it isn't our intention to, to touch people's nerves. Yeah, you're but, not doing it for the sake of it. No, just no, no. But I, I think, brother, you know, the importance of telling the transparent mm. truth is essential, firstly, for people's happiness. Secondly, for their well-being. Yeah. Thirdly, man, so they can move forward correctly in business.
business. Because what everyone's doing is, right, James, they're treading water, they're being part of a cult or a trend or a group or an agency or whatever, and it's almost fashionable to be part of that. Yeah, all these people have paid on their credit cards, they're still broke, but it's fine. Because they're still part of that, and they're still under that umbrella. Reece, how no, big's my how big's my overdraft? You don't have one. Ten pounds. Yeah, I don't own one thing on credit. I don't own a laptop. I am the product. I have massive amounts of self value, and you can really monetize personality. So if you're in any kind of industry and you've got a lack of money, it's because you haven't established the value that you offer the marketplace. Yeah. And that's become more and more prevalent in the last couple of years, isn't it? The likes yeah. of Gary Vee and all of those sorts of guys, Grant Cardone, who are actually I'm, like I'm publicising I'm what they're doing. I'm saying the likes of Louis and Reese Davis. Fuck Gary Vee and Grant Cardone with the utmost respect because oh, they're legends. Oh, Gary, are you listening? Uh, he's a big oh, fan Louis of the show. Oh, Louis just flipped the script. <laughs> they're legends. reading my twin, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're legends and I look up to them. No, but no, I'm don't using start my own... flapping now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm using my own experiences. Yeah, I get saying it. about like I'm not looking up to them for what they've achieved. I've achieved a lot, man. Yeah, you know. And uh, when you realise exactly what you're worth, you'll go out hunting every single day. Yeah. No amount of no will mean anything. No amount of yes will get you excited. You'll just keep repeating the behaviour. This uh, is what I like about you guys is because you're not. You do talk about almost the complete opposite that everyone else is talking about. The reality, but because you've. But you can back it up. Three years ago, you didn't have any cash and now you've got a yeah. lot of money back because you've done the work. Yeah, yeah, James, I want you to understand, you know, anyone can work hard. Mm -hmm. I believe it's about working smart. I believe not necessarily tapping into current trends and fashionable movements yeah. because it may not be suited to you as an individual. Yeah. You know, me and my brother had ample opportunities to do what everyone else was doing and what they were doing was fine. You know, we don't disrespect anybody. However, we just wanted to do things that were aligned with our core values, our yeah. belief system and what we wanted to, to, to achieve. You touched on it earlier, happiness. And you, you said a couple of years ago when you had no money, you decided you had a goal that you wanted to go to a different country every single month and you yeah. set almost like set this big audacious goal because you're like you were, you were not in a position to go anywhere mm. and this year you have been to a different country every, month. every single month yeah well I'll tell you a story you about that yeah James it is I was chasing money for so long mm. and it was elusive for about a year and a half it took me a year and a half to make 20 pound so this okay. is when you've come out of the army so you've this already had come a, out of military. a long career served yeah. your country Come out, yeah, and then you then you're still yeah back on civil streets struggling. Yeah, struggling. I didn't really understand that you're not going to get paid at the end of every month. What happened yeah. is the army paid me, and they weren't meant to. Then they took the money back. It put me like minus two grand in, in my current account. Oh, did that? Yeah, so I was over my overdraft. And okay, okay, then I need to chase money, chasing, 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 chasing. Couldn't make a penny. weren't offering no value. weren't offering a service that added value to people's lives, right? Mm. And off the back of that, I stayed broke, which was absolutely fine. Rang Louis up and says, Louis, you know, what, what can I do? I'm over my overdraft. I'm struggling financially. i am been in bed for six months. What do I do? He said, do something that makes you happy. So I put a post on Facebook offering my gym services completely free of charge. Did it. Got fully booked. I offered that much value within the one hour of the session. People refused to work with me unless they paid me £20. All of a sudden... Oh, so you were still trying to do it for free and they're giving you money? Still trying to do it for free because ah, that made me okay. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contributing towards people's lives. But I was offering that much value. They said, look, Reese, here is £20. And that was the birth of, of what we called Triple V Fitness Conditioning, our first company. Right. Based off 
First initial stages, chasing happiness, not money. Yeah. Second stages, adding value without wanting the money. Yeah. Third stage, you've provided so much value, you got the money. Fourth stage is get fully booked, increase your rates. Yeah. Game over, baby. And that was such a learning curve because we can chase money, but it won't bring happiness. Yeah. Chase happiness, add value, make copious amounts of money. And what about you, Louis D? Yeah. Were you in a similar position of chasing the cash? Because I know, like, um, going back to like the boxing days, um, people could look at it and, you know, you guys were out physically putting your body, mind, and face on the line. And they don't pay big money, do they? Do you know what? I, I remember thinking to myself, you can't become a person that values themselves so much based on what it is they're prepared to go through and not get some kind of financial reward for it. Yeah. I've never really, really, really stressed about finances, even when I had none. Right. I think, number one, I was innocently ignorant to what money actually meant right. in regards to you need money to live. And number two, I've always been that self-assured that I'm a valuable person that eventually I'm going to get paid. Because so even I, at the times we had zero, you're zero. Like, well, I, had, of time. I had to borrow money off my mother to get shower jar and tuna. I, I think dog food as well. I can't really remember. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm never going to get a normal job because if I downgrade myself mm. to being paid £1,500 a month, and that's not me discriminating anyone that gets that, it's I think I've been through too much to get that kind of money. To do a job. Yeah. Have you have you ever had a job? Never. Never. In have my you life. not? Never. Never in my life. Apart from the military, I yeah. guess, which is slightly different. Mm. So you refuse. So you're absolutely broke, skin, and still refuse to get a job because it will it will reduce your self worth. Can, can I tell you something, James? Right. I remember this like yesterday. We're training full time. We're working on our personal economy. Is this in the boxing days we're you, at now? In between boxing okay. and after. Right. Okay. Training full time, and I was absolutely delusional thinking something or someone's going to give, right? I used to listen to Les Brown, Will Smith, Jim Carrey, um, Zig Ziglar, and I used to cry at night because everything they were saying in regards to their story, what I was going through, and I was like, wow, these people know my life. But I was thinking, okay then, if they're selling their story and telling their story now, and they're basically telling me about my own life I know I'm going to make it yeah does that yeah, make sense yeah, yeah. and what I found really 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 interesting is we had a break to go over to America in Texas and no one knew you know that we had no money and I sold my only car which was a V-Reg Audi, Audi for 750 quid 750 quid to get flights but what they never knew so is to pay to go to this conference yeah, yeah, say yeah, that you Texas. like big uh, fitness stars and you have got we, no money no minute. I sold my only car no right way. but check this out and I'll keep it real and transparent what they didn't know was me and my brother couldn't afford the hotel Town. but we did due diligence and we could pay on leaving worst case scenario we're going to do a runner <laughs> best case scenario I pitched the company and we got some merchandise made and we made an awful lot of money in the space of a week, so we could then afford a hotel and a couple of cars when we were back. So remember, However, remember we went out for lunch, yeah. and the guys were like, what do you want to eat, lads? And we were like, oh, we're not hungry, we're, we're dieting. dieting. Yeah. We're dieting, because we couldn't afford to eat whilst we were out there. No way. Hand on my God's heart. honest truth, I'm on, on everything that I own. Um, the guy said, well, what sandwiches are you buying, boys? And we were like, 
we have no. I didn't say this to them, but we like we had no money. So what? So hang on. L- let me, let me tell you before you say. No, something. let me carry on. I've Reception. Got another, Hershey bars. <laughs> swipe the chocolate. They give us everything free of charge. So the receptionists knew who we were, and they said you can eat everything you want out of the confectionery completely free of charge. So whilst we were there, we weren't eating Stuck food. We were eating chocolate, chocolate ice cream, fizzy drinks because <laughs> we were broke. Broke, bro. We, after the third day, we ended up going to the event and we made loads of money. Thousands. And we were like, high five, let's go and eat some food. Wow. Then, then we went to the Mexican. And then and we went to the tequilas. Mexican. Then when we got, listen, yeah. when we got <clears throat> to the Mexican, we'd had some tequilas and a meal and the family behind us yeah. said, welcome to Texas. They'd bought our food for us. Because they heard our accent. No yeah. way. So it's like full circle, oh, isn't it? But, but James, <laughs> James. So, so hang on, listen. Hang on. So you you go to you you're gonna go to this show. You got no money. No money. None. You None. flog the car. You get the flights. Hmm. You land in Texas. They pick us up. No, we had to get a taxi. Remember from the airport yep. that took an hour. Yeah. To Waxahachie. To Waxahachie. Yeah. So, so then you you get there. You're at the hotel. You're sitting in the hotel. You can't afford the food. Hmm. Yeah. It's three days to the show. What's the self-talk? Are you just excited for the show? No, because then you're no, going to no, make no, the no, cash? No, 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 James. So what it was is that we were collaborating with the biggest YouTubers around the world in the fitness industry. Uh, but okay. at the, it was 10 days, wasn't it? Yeah, 10 days. At, we were away. 10 days in Texas. But at the end of the tour, me and Lou had to give a keynote to all of our idols. But... For the 10 days, we were training with these idols every day. On empty stomachs On as well. On em- empty stomachs, but chocolate bars and oh, stuff. Man. But But the thing was, Can we you- know we had a suitcase full of merchandise that if we've built this brand effectively, and at the time we only had 600 subscribers on YouTube, at the end of it, we had over 16,000. In a week. In a week. So hang on, so this, this gets even better. Hang on, hang on. So you go, you go there with no cash, no cash, and, and six hundred subscribers, zero fans. So you made merch for fans you haven't even got yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! You two broke the mold, <laughs> didn't you? Bro, is... uh, can I tell you oh, something? No, right at the airport. <laughs> At the airport, what have you got in your suitcases? Because you can't take merchandise into America. We've got no merchandise. It's just clothes. Just and we had a huge fuck-off suitcase <laughs> full of <laughs> t-shirts, banner. mugs, a huge banner with the terrible twins on. And I was like, no oh, I don't want to go to prison. And, and, and then when we get there, right, because we flew over from England, the host kindly put us in between our idols with our stand. So we had oh, Mike Rashid... Sheed. Physiques of greatness, Chris Nick Jones, Wright, Nick Chris Wright, Jones, and the, the Hulk. Hulk. The Hulk. And me and Lou in the middle, these two English geezers. And when they opened the doors, all I heard was, The terrible twins! Let's get fucking massive! And they all ran to our stand, and within three hours, all of our merchandise wiped Gone. off us. Oh my god. Finished. Suitcase full of cash. Done. Unbelievable. We had someone checking our YouTube channel back in the UK. It was going from 600 to 1,000 to 2,000 to 3 to 5 to 6 to 8 to 10. A company came over to me and my brother um, and they said, would you like a protein drink? I said, yes, please. Would you like us to add some potato powder to that? It's a carb source. And I'm like, okay, thanks. They said, we'd be interested in sponsoring you. And I said, thank you so much. I'm not interested in sponsorship. It was one of the biggest companies on the planet, but I had no idea. <laughs> I turned them down. Once I realised who it was, I tried to call them as the plane was taken. I yeah, so apologise. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, I remember that yesterday. Yeah. But, but the interesting oh, thing man. about that is, you know, we, we held ourselves worth. Yeah. We, did, we didn't set off anything less, but... 
I'm gonna be honest, Louis don't know this, you don't know this, no one knows this other than me and my search bar on my mobile phone. I was searching for warehouse jobs to do in the evening to make money. So what I was gonna do is live my life in the day, work at night time in a warehouse to make money and not publicize it so I could get by. Really? I never had to do that. But I was on Google, remember, Louis? Yeah, that's Bradley. That's Bradley, if I could Tesco's. work at a job. Thank you. Yeah, Asda. Yeah, I was ready to go to that level, but it's almost like when I put the energy into the universe, I'm prepared to grind, doing something that I hate, everything opened up, but I had to stay in power. I didn't quit. And more importantly, my mindset, which we'll cover in our next episode, was still 100% self-assured. And that's where I believe 99.9% .9 of people fail because to, to accumulate wealth, it's more than a system. It's more than what you fucking know on figures and emails. It's about the belief that you deserve it, yeah? When you get the belief yeah. that you deserve it, when you have the belief that you deserve it, you then have it. Simple as that. Uh, and no one why, can tell me different. You know, we, we talk relatively aggressive. And it's because... No, I don't! Carry on. We talk relatively aggressive and assertive when it comes to finances because this is a real serious topic and yeah, it's life-changing. Yeah. If we can get you to a place where you can afford to feed your family, I have to speak the truth. You know, and I'm talking not on behalf of me and Reese. We're trying to fill a gap to make people realise just what it's going to take. Yeah. Look, this ain't rainbows and unicorns. This is like, got to get your hands dirty, got to improve on what you think about yourself, then you've got to deploy massive amounts of work and value. Only then will you see ever so slightly your increase in financial status creep up. Mm. And then remember, off the back of making any type of money, James, it only increases your current traits. So if you want to live a comfortable, happy lifestyle, you actually can. Because away from relaxing, some people may meditate, some people may de be detached from the materialistic world, it still gives you fantastic options to experience life. Mm. Without money, I could not have took my mum on her first holiday. Without money, I could not have took on a second holiday. Without money, I couldn't be buying a house. All these things contribute to someone else's happiness that I couldn't do if I was broke. Yeah. It's really, really important, brother. Do you know one thing I'd love to add? I say to every single um, person that I meet who's going through financial growth or they've got troubles with money, know your numbers. I had a conversation with you, James, the other day off the back of a conversation you had and you said Lou is a throwback ring him up and ask him what's in his bank how much he's got going out at the end of the week you've got to know your numbers mm. even if you're overdrawn <clears throat> it's important that you know what direct debits are going out and learn to manage what you have because yeah. if you want to increase finances and you're not currently in control of what you have or don't have you're never going to grow yeah and maybe that's the point that where this gets real is that if you're sitting there and you're going, oh, this is all good in theory, there'll be people sitting there who, who haven't got the money, who've got, you know, everything's been paid on best, credit cards. Best, best position to be in. But they are, it's going to take courage, isn't it? Yeah. To, mm -hmm. to go, do you know what? I've got to pull the, the last three months worth of bank statements out. Okay, there's my Spotify thing that I shouldn't really be paying for. There's my mindfulness meditation app, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying it like it's other people. I'm basically thinking to myself, oh, yeah, there's yeah. all the ways I can save £10 a month. Yeah. But, it, that takes courage, doesn't it? Because you've got to face the reality because it's, it's dead easy. Yeah. So, so, so what, what took me courage, and I'll cross-reference this to a personal experience so it's more real for the listeners, is that I was broke. I owed 
money to different debt collectors through literally just not managing my stuff. Mm. It's that simple, right? So every 20 quid that I'd earn via my personal training, I'd put 18 quid away in a DVD case and I'd spend two. I needed to spend two to have some sort of personal gratification as to what I've earned. Could have been on sweets, a magazine, newspaper, anything. But I'd keep 18 quid from every single 20 quid I earn. I'd keep 18 quid and completely forget about it, right? So I went. To pay back the debts? Yeah. So I had no money to, oh my God, that DVD case has got 40 quid in it, to, oh my God, it's got 100 quid in it, to, oh my God, over X amount of time, I've got a grand, two grand, five, ten, Louis, maybe I should open up an account. Then, what mainly we were doing is sending each other pictures of our money on our bed. Remember? Yeah. I sent James <laughs> I sent James a little video one day. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, and, but, but, but this was it. And we're actually talking cash money. Cash money? Well, you've seen it. James, <laughs> ask how much cash money... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a liberty. Was it? To was say. it as long as your arm? I'm, I can neither confirm nor deny the amount of cash that I saw. Thank <laughs> okay. you. No, but 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 but, but that took but courage. People don't, people don't. Yeah, it does take courage. It takes, and that's the like the delayed gratification thing that you said. Oh, you know, people are working hard. Blah blah blah. And you didn't. You're like, well, I don't get it. But you did it. You had twenty quid. You could have spent the twenty quid. And that's this is the world that. And this is the thing that you two don't understand. You're like, yeah, but it's just normal. It's not normal. And the what, way you think is but, not normal. But, but That's what, why you get results that n- normal people don't get. But what I wanted you to understand is, and what, what I think the listeners can really gain value from, is that even though I was putting 18 quid away and I refused to spend it, I was ringing up the companies that I admitted to saying, please may I have a two-month extension and then I'll pay you back in full. Makes sense? Right. So I was, I was still refusing to pay out the money because I needed to know that I could compound it. Once I compounded it, I got rid of every single debt then I was like, okay, now I'm in a zero, zero place. Now every 20 quid, uh, 20 is mine. No, 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 but 20 quid isn't mine. Oh my God, it's mine. No, what? James, it's not mine. Because if I spend it, I'm back to square one. It right. goes in the DVD case and I go broke. It goes in the case, it, I go broke. It goes in the case, I go broke. So you're still saving 18 and spending two? No, now I'm just going broke every single session. Make new money, make new money, Levels. make new money. So you're keeping money. 20 of the 20 now? 20 of the 20. Anything I had to spend, I had to spend, i.e. rent, board, phone bill, anything like that would get spent. Yeah, of course. But anything else, I, I went broke. No trainers, no, I had a lot of trainers, but I weren't spending like I had money. Yeah. And then it grew. And all of a sudden, one DVD case goes to six, to ten, to a bank account, and then the bank account, and then you're in a beautiful scenario, all because you made that one courageous decision. But do you know what I love about the courageous decision? You put yourself in a place where you've got to go out and create a win. Mm. Uh, I would say 97% of the listeners now are in a maintenance phase. Can I, can I tell my brother something? We were doing business in Holland. We were at Gatwick Airport. I had £2,000. To me, that was everything. £2,000 in my account. Thought I was big in the game. Obviously, it's not a lot of money, right? Louis says, buy yourself a watch. I'm like, why on oh, earth would I buy... This is truth. Why on earth would I buy a watch? I've got two grand. He says, because you'll get more after you've bought it. You deserve that watch. You've made £2,000. So I chose a watch. The watch was 1,200 quid. It was an Accuracer tag. Yeah, tag. Right? But I spent it. I bought it. I felt great for about three minutes. Then I spiraled into regret. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> I got 80 quid left. <laughs> Louis, <laughs> Louis, you dickhead. <laughs> no, that was a shit idea. No, I need more clients. Yeah, God's uh, honest truth. Right? But uh, hand on my heart... The next day I made six grand. 
It was almost like that was the catalyst for me to get more because I've just not invested, but I, I celebrated it. After yeah. You know, we call it, we call yeah. it a materialistic anchor. Yeah. You know, um, every, the first thing that I ever purchased was a nice pen. I said, I can't be going to coach millionaires and pulling out a Bic. So I got myself a beautiful pen. That pen for me is the is the reason that I remain successful. It's the first thing that I put, it's a hundred pounds, the pen was. At the time- it's cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap now. But at the time, yeah, actually- a lot of money at the time, wasn't it? A hundred quid for a pen. For a pen, but it means absolutely everything. Mm. And one of the things that me and my brother do, once you get clients creating financial wins, there has to be a fraction of the money that they use to celebrate, so they actually realise- Feel the win, yeah. So true. It, it's like an anchor. Mm. You know, if your family aren't experiencing the fruits of your hard labour, to them, you're mm. just in a job. Yeah. So it's really important that once you've made the money, you do enjoy it to a certain extent, but don't leave yourself broken. Because otherwise you do the busy for being busy thing. Of course. I've, I've, again, I've, I've being completely transparent, we've just, uh, in one of my other businesses, did a business deal and we pulled it off and we took on, we doubled the size of one of our companies. And we did not celebrate once. Seriously. We did not celebrate so, so once because we were so busy then doing the work that we'd been paid for. It's called cause, isn't it? Celebrate every single win. Yeah. Why on earth would you do anything if you didn't celebrate yeah. it? It's life. You you have yeah, yeah, to yeah. live. Now, off the back of hardship and struggle and adversity, everybody listening to this podcast should be celebrating their win. Whether it's a one pound win, whether it's a, a ten grand win. Mm. It's all exactly the same because you need those anchors. Now the thing is, right, you know, people will talk systems, money, business models, all these fancy words that I'm not interested in, but they're not, they're not coaching the, the, the bare necessities of what people should do when they acquire money and when they make it, because failing to enjoy it, to me, is emotional suicide. Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey. what not, so what we're not talking about is like actually how to how to make it. Now you're talking about how important it is to spend a bit when you have made hey, it. Well, of course, yeah. you've got to think. We, we, mm. If we go back to the beginning of the podcast and you said the emotional attachment to money, the reason people don't feel great about money is because when they've got it, they don't even do anything to improve their yeah. circumstance. Yeah. What's um, Have you ever done anything just for the money and then later gone, I shouldn't have done that? Or it didn't give you the result that you <laughs> thought it it would? Or the, the feeling that you thought it would? Um, Have I? No, no, the polar opposite. Because me and my brother are wired differently, you know. Yeah, I haven't, no. Okay, no, so no. Here, here's a great example, James. Understanding that when you chase money, when you just work for the money, it don't really come about. Mm. It don't really come about. Me and my brother base our whole life and our business on offering value to change people's lives. So when did you decide... Was that like a like? Did it happen like a lightning bolt? And you're like, hang on a second. If no. I just help people, or was it like gradually like, hang no, on, I'm doing James, all this stuff and I'm not getting anywhere? Referring back to our conversation 15 minutes ago, when people said to me, "Reese, I can't take this service for free." It was like, okay, then why can't you take it for free, Reese? Because you're offering so much value. It's just black and white. Offer value, get paid. Period. Offer value, get paid off it. Simple. But you have to know your worth. Yeah. Right now, a great example is me and my brother giving that value. Value, 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 getting paid off it, fine. Okay, so how do we increase that next level? We give him value on social media, on our videos, on our YouTube. We get an email. Okay, what's this email? Guys, are you available tomorrow? You've got um, an important casting in London. Kick-ass to Jim Carrey. Kick-ass to Jim Carrey. Wow. So based on our social media presence, we got offered a huge contract that we didn't get via 
offering value on social media. Mm. That happened again for WWE. That happened again, more importantly, when we got flew over to Dubai to film with Nicole Kidman for Etihad Airlines. Very well paid for me, my brother. Our first coots check. Our, f- our first coots check. But now all, we're talking money. But, but all, checks. Yeah, but all of that, James, was off the back of value. value. Yeah. Not once did self value. Not once did we think, Louis, how are we going to make loads of money? No. Let's give more value. How many lives can we change? What spin can we put on social media today to tap into other people's greatness? And that's the yeah. back of it. Let's see where we roll. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes a lot Weird, of sense. Weird, bruv. It's interesting, but we've done things the polar opposite to everyone else. And it, but it gets results. Clearly. I've, and I've seen it firsthand with you guys. So with the, the TV production company, still looking at following you as you sort of like uh, it, on your journey to going and competing in October. Oh, by the way, we had an email from them earlier. I forgot to tell you. Okay. Note to self. I'll talk to you about that they later. They come to Africa. <laughs> I'll talk to you about it later. Okay. Keep it quiet. If you've listened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the point is that those that TV company came about because of social media, because of value, because they'd seen, uh, was it YouTube or Facebook? And they're like, oh, what are these Instagram, two all about? Instagram, it was actually Instagram. Oh, it was Instagram. Yeah. Hashtagged it, didn't they? But it's all, it's all about the, the value. But you, you know, before, deliver, deliver, before deliver. you can deliver, this goes back to the core of what me and my brother echo every day. Before you can deliver any kind of genuine, sincere value, you have to, from a really deep, meaningful place, value yourself. Yeah. And it can't be front. It is can't that what holds be most about it? Is, it? is it self-worth? I promise you, and I want uh, I want some emails from this, people that are struggling with self-value at the moment. Perhaps we can drop five people a mystery five-minute, ten-minute course. I'm going to go even better. I'm going to go home and focus on a, a course about core values for the Champions of Mind listeners. I'm going to do Fine. that. That's I'll a promise. In. Okay, so then, the majority of people that struggle is because they really don't believe they're worth it. No, okay. I completely agree with what Louis said. You know, self-worth goes a hell of a long way, man. You're How do you develop it then? If, so if someone's sat there, and again, because you are sort of like, I guess, emotionally linked to the money. Um, I'm saying you, I'm just saying you as in people in general. So you've, you've got no cash. You're in your overdraft. Okay. Your partner is pissed off because you're struggling to pay the rent. You're in a job that you don't like. How do you fundamentally, first step, how do you increase your self-worth when you don't believe in yourself? James, man, you know... I used to walk down the street and see people drinking cans of Stella on the doorstep in the summer, conversating over Jeremy Kyle. Yeah, I'm doing cardio, trying to train for a fight and get some fresh air and some endorphins. Then I'd go home and hear my neighbours arguing and swearing and saying loads of negative derogatory stuff. It weren't even about me at that stage. It was about... I don't even want to be here. And then then you can cross-reference to who you are and what you've been through and where you want to go and understand that this is not a clear reflection of what you deserve from life. That is the catalyst. That is the springboard for, for you to make a decision. Mm. You've, now, yeah, you've got to hit that point before you, you realise your self-value. Because mediocrity, remember this, average and mediocrity isn't what you need to feel like you're worth lots. It's a real comfortable blanket. Mm. And that was a driver for me. You know, Floyd Mayweather said a quote. He said, do you know how hard it is to wake up motivated in silk pyjamas in a mansion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was an actual quote from so, Floyd Mayweather. So does that... Interesting. So you've been very... You, you gave value and money came. Mm. And you didn't have money. And you'd never had money. At, never. Like, for your life. Yeah. Do you fear that money will now turn down the heat? No, please or- let me tell you. I did a video yesterday after the gym. Really important. Everyone get a notepad and pen out. So I've made a little bit of cash, six figures plus, this year, 
comfortable. Holidays every single month. I spend what I want when I want. Everything's fine. I feel blessed, right? I get in the gym to do a leg session. My first proper leg session for a couple of months, I won't lie. And I feel weak, mentally. I feel like money has made Softened me, us. Made me literally lose the element of tenacity that me and Louis displayed to be, to get the money that we have now I feel like the, the the finances has enabled us to to think let's enjoy the luxury of life for a little bit and it was a massive kick up my bum yesterday I did a video on Facebook saying don't allow money to fuck your game up because that tenacious hungry attitude that me and Louis had our whole life has momentarily gone because of the money that we've made, but I've gone broke again because I will not allow myself yeah. to be that fluffy guy in the gym yesterday thinking... Soft. In my 12th and 13th rep thinking, well, I can go home and maybe buy a car or book another holiday, which I did, but... Mom, yeah. <laughs> it took you several less to that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm thinking, everything's comfortable. Whereas before, me and Louis trained, like, every rep was a billion pounds. Yeah, literally... This was where we cashed in. Every rep was a five pounds in the bank, in the bank, in the bank. We built up that self-value through hardship that we chose to put ourselves through, which is why we're so assertive now. So how do you how do you then increase the fire when you don't Remember, I guess people run away from we pain. We weren't doing this. We weren't doing this initially for money. Mm. It was something yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah. It was something that costed not a lot of money, and we got great feeling from. So it's the happiness that you chase. Happiness and self-worth. Yeah. From going to the gym. Yep. And you think that money has softened softened your self-worth? No, 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 no. Money has just almost diluted those core values, those core behaviours. Almost like the aggression to pick the weights up, like I'm... Like, like life owes me something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was angry yeah, then, okay. yeah? And James, let me tell... Please let me tell the listeners this, because no one will say this on social media, nobody, right, is that I genuinely want to wanna tell people and elaborate on the fact that making money is great, but whilst you have it, man, keep your feet on the floor and remember Work. what you did mm. to get that. And you need to just do that regardless of your balance. Yeah. Bad balance because otherwise you'll get a kick in the teeth. This ain't a fashion. When you've got 50 grand in the bank or 100 grand or 150 grand, I promise you, you, I promise <laughs> you, you will still feel the exact same as when you did when you had nothing. So remember, money will be the byproduct to the value that you offer and how you feel about yourself. But ultimately, keep yourself in check. Stay true to the person that you was growing up, but be emotionally in a safer, better place. So mm. true. Honestly, God, that was a scary little light bulb moment for me yesterday. Was it really? No, yeah. James. I've how, been there myself. James, I said to my wife, I've got to train two, three times a day. My whole, this empire that we're building was built on me getting up, go to the gym three times a day. Yeah. Now that I, now that I don't have to work even for the next couple of years if I chose not to, I still got to work like I'm broke because inside my soul, that's how I'm wired. I've got to keep going regardless. Please don't. Do you think if you've been? Do you think if you've had if you've had nothing if you've genuinely like at the level that you two had nothing? Do you think there's always that little bit inside that's like? Oh, I'm not going back there. Which oh, always... every day, every day. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. different. You check my bank balance every day. So I'm different yeah, yeah, to Reese. Yeah. I spoke to a client yesterday. I said, I no longer go away from pain. I'm going towards what it is that I desire. I oh, said, are you? Yeah, okay. I'm completely different. I don't believe for a second that you can go 
full throttle into your future if you're trying to disguise and get away from a pain point. Okay. Because it's a negative yeah, yeah. perception. Yeah. You can't achieve the positive if you're feeling negative about yeah. what you're trying to escape. I get that. I respect that. But but again, James, you know, all this business growth and stuff is completely new to me. And I, even as we're doing this podcast, I'm still learning about the emotional transitions required mm. to not only make money, but number one, enjoy it. And number two, establish a balance when you have it. It's very, very simple. Now, I'm not talking about these generic messages where, you know, you make 50 grand and you go and buy a house. I'm talking about me and Louis, our blueprint as to how we've acquired our wealth yeah. and how we think other people should acquire theirs and the emotional balances and transitions you need when you have that money. Because it's scary. I get it's a, it's a learning curve, isn't it? Because it you, really you've, you've is. never had it. And now, you, you know, you, you've probably got more money in your bank right now than you've ever had before in your life. Yep. So it's a brand new experience. You you can't know what you're you can't know what you're dealing with because you've never been in this situation before. That's why, man, we've got a really good accountant that literally. <laughs> uh, and do you know what Speak I love more than day. anything? <laughs> do you know what I love more than anything? We're not millionaires yet. You know, by a lot of people listening to this, they're going to have a lot more money than me and my brother. Mm. We're just two brave guys documenting our experiences so that other yeah. people know we're in that really weird in-between phase. You know, we can do a million in the next 12 months, but if we don't, we won't. And ultimately, we're just saying what we found to be true for ourselves. And we started at the bottom. And that's all you've ever done. You've just documented your truth and, and, and at that's, that point and, in time. And this is like, this comes from a real integral place. Because mm. we're not experts at finances. We're experts on publicising how we truly feel about what it is we've experienced. Mm. And if this resonates with any one of the listeners, then we've done what we've came to do today. Final couple of questions then, because we've got to work towards wrapping up. I've, I've it's got, a like, shame it is. I've got 15, I had 15 questions that I'd written down. Do you know what? I've touched none. Yeah. Really? I've touched none. Give us three of them then. I'll give you, I'll give you two. Okay, cool. I'll give you two. Are you too happier now you have money? One billion trillion percent. I'm happier now I know at the end of the transition there is a reward. Because when you're going through the pain process okay. and you're understanding, you're telling yourself and you're convincing yourself that yeah. it's going to come, it's going to come, it's going to come. When the, the You've done that for a lot of years, didn't you, really? Well, going, oh, it'll pay off, I it'll couldn't pay off, sell, it'll pay off. I couldn't sell one training plan or diet plan for three years and they were valued right? at, They were not valued at, but I charged £20 for them. 20? 20? £20. And you couldn't flog them? I couldn't flog them. Do you know why? Because at the time, who was I to think that someone should even purchase from me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of that's, the day. That's very true. So you, you get into a business, you decide that you've got a product or a service to offer, you start publicising it and no one buys because you haven't shown your sermon yet. I wasn't deserving of the money. You weren't worthy of the £20. I wasn't worthy of it. And the beautiful thing is it taught me that stay in power always rewards you. Mm. It doesn't matter what service you offer. If you're not around presenting it enough for long enough, no one will ever purchase. Yeah. I guess that people will do a couple of... People who do a couple of like, oh, I've tried a couple of Facebook posts, a couple of Twitter posts, and I've done a bit of Instagram advertising, and no one bought it. Yeah, so of well, okay, course, you've yeah. been doing it for five minutes. So, so like I, I say you say... have to become, not only do you have to have your, your own self-worth, but other people have to see your self-worth to buy into you. Consumers, yeah. Consumers have to resonate with you, um, see your worth. You have to offer them massive amounts of worth mm. as well. But back to the question, am I happy now I've got money? One billion percent. Um, people, people, people will only ever see your worth if you value yourself. Yeah. Okay. So being transparent in regards to 
your own personal worth, your own personal belief is paramount for people buying into you now. Was I happy when I was broke? No, I was depressed. I was mm. sad. I thought I offered more to the world than it was giving me. But now, you know, we've made a little bit of money. It just means I'm in a beautiful position to help my friends, my family, to give back into any... Any strangers in cafes? Well, thank you very much. Well, I you saw know, that I'll, post I'll, was my favourite post of last week. when you. So, for context purposes, if you didn't see it, uh, Reece D went in to have breakfast at a local cafe... What were you having, like a dozen egg no, whites no, or something like I, that? No, no, I was literally just having two piccolo coffees before gym. Oh, were you? Yeah. And there was a family there having, and they just looked like they were having a nice time, so you just pay for their breakfast? Literally, I said to the to the owner, <laughs> look, this family so of three people, I'll pay for anything they want. He says, who are you? I said, don't worry about that. You know, I just want to help or just, just buy them a gift. Yeah. And they said to me, excuse me, did you buy us that breakfast? I was like, yeah, this is, thank you very much. I said, please may I have a selfie? <laughs> they said, that's a beautiful thing to do. That is worth more than 10 grand yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, that, I'll that, bet. That feeling yeah, of I'll happiness, bet. bro. You could sit in the photo. Yeah. You could sit in the photo. Yeah, you know, it's man, nice. man, I look at some really amazing people, you know, Tony Robbins being one of them, he gives so much back. That really is my yeah. goal and dream, James, to be able to give back on a huge, ridiculous scale like that. Is it, that that's your Can't sort of like... Make Listen, the big goal. That is my goal, bro. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. Someone said that Manny Patman got told by his assistant and um, by his um, banker, PA his PA accountant, that if he continues to give away, he's going to go bankrupt. Really? Yeah. And that's such a beautiful predicament to be in, you know. Yeah. And that, that that's one of my goals. Nice. Uh, so final question then, because I think it's you two have got a very old school attitude towards money, towards actual cash towards how to financially... Um, you're very financially astute in a really old-school way. And I, and I mean that with huge respect. So what one step could someone take to better manage... In a, in a world of bitcoins and credit cards and overdrafts and extended lines of credit, what could someone do right now? Let's say they've got 500 quid overdraft, they've got a couple of grand on credit cards, they're paying down the minimum payments each month, they've not got a lot of money left in the bank. Create two new money. I say to every single one of my clients, no longer leverage what money you've got. I don't care about you putting £8,000 in an account to get 5 to 8% back so you've got a little bit of an increase for no work. Go out. Find what it is you can do that pays you and love doing it. So just go do some work to go, make some money. Go do some work. Because do you know why I say that? Not for the sake of having money. You've got to get into the habit of putting in the work to, to, to draw money. Mm. You know, I said to one of my clients yesterday, you've got a job. This is a true story. They say, I've got two companies. One of them's property. The other one is this. Um, I genuinely don't like it. And I said, you're still caught up on the fact that you don't like that job. It pays your family. Go out and create new business. Mm. Book a f an amazing family holiday doing what you hate. Watch what then happens to your side hustle. Yeah, it's he good. Yeah? Yeah, I, I like I, it. I think, James, you know, stay away from the hype that gets thrown around around money. Do what's right for you and your family. It's that simple. Mm. People are telling you to get extended lines of credit, increase your overdraft so you can make that one more investment. Don't do this, don't do that. Man, it's your life. Live it to, 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 to suit you and your family and you do not believe the hype that gets thrown around in the UK. And you know what I'm talking about. And if you want more money, I'm sorry, be prepared to go through shit to get it. If, the, if you're at a place where you're still thinking that you deserve more money doing something that you love, you're absolutely crazy and delusional. 
If you want to quit your job because you hate it, don't ever become an entrepreneur because you're going to hate the, the 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 phases that you have to go through to get the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, too right. What a show. Episode 009, powerful. money. Really powerful. We could have got another hour as well. I could have to do a round two at yeah, some point. Uh, um, we for, don't, yeah, we don't want to disrespect anyone with our content with this because... And I don't, do you know what? Honestly, I don't think you have. You've just put across your viewpoint. And do you know what? The other, the other beautiful thing about you two is that you're not talking about... Uh, there's so many theorists out there. Oh, this should work, and it should work in this way. But do you know what? You've just done it. You've got a lot. I've I've seen your bank. A lot. I've I've seen far too much. But I've seen your bank balances. I've seen how you work. But equally, I've seen the fact that half past four, four forty-six, you're up this morning. Rise and grind. It's like Jesus Christ, man. I've just fed the baby. I'm going back to sleep for a bit. Yeah. Like it's real. Like you do the work. You get paid the money, and that's it. And you've got a different outlook at it. So I just you you definitely not in in my opinion uh, come across it anyway. Sort of disrespectful to other people's um, way of earning money you just got a very different outlook on it and, you, and you're doing do you know well we want to keep do we, well we want to keep people in the driving seat yeah, yeah that's yeah. all we want to do is keep people in a place yeah. of power and, and that's what you two do beautifully you just empower people forget the business forget the, the system the strategy the investment model it's all about the people behind it the really, stuff I've said it in every podcast, you know, you are the vehicle to your own mm. success. Yeah. You are the driver. Yeah, it is right. just simple. You can only fail yourself. What a show. Period. What a show. Seriously, love and respect to everyone listening. Yeah, no, I really hope you guys have taken something from this. Um, I, in fact, I think, I, I hope that you've taken multiple things from it, but maybe you found something tangible, actionable and usable that you can take away right now. Do you know what? Maybe even if at the end of this you go... Oh, I really don't want to do it, but I'm going to get my bank. I'm going to get my bank statement out. I'm going to go through it, and maybe I can cut off fifty quid of dross stuff that I don't need to be paying out for every single month. If you have enjoyed today's show, please go subscribe, rate, and review. Share this with one friend as well. Um, if you could give us a five star review, that'd be fantastic. Unfortunately, at the moment, we're only able to accept five star reviews, so please don't bother giving us anything else because we can't accept it. You have to be given a review based refund. If you'd like to be the review of the week as well, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast from. Next time on Champions of Mind, we go in deep. We go in about mindset. But Reese D, we've got to get out of here. Finish it off. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Champions of Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Share this episode with one friend that you think it might help, and give the Champions of Mind team a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.